Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning Michael Hahn, Associate Broker with Silver Creek Realty Group and thinkexodus.org And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and welcome to Keep the Republic. Dr. Daniel Bobinski here. So glad you've joined me this morning, and I'm here to talk this week about education. Education is kind of the backbone of our culture, because as many people have said throughout the history of our country, the education philosophy of a classroom in one generation is the philosophy of the government in the next generation. And we've got some real problems happening in our education system. And that's why I want to talk about this on today's show. Before I get started, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsors, including Mike Hahn. He's an associate broker with Home River Realty. And whether you're a buyer or a seller, you can be confident that Mike's going to keep your best interests in mind and represent you with integrity, determination, and creativity. If you're selling, Mike's going to help you prepare your property so it appeals to the broadest market of buyers and help determine the best price. And if you are buying, Mike will help you find the property or properties that meet your investment strategy. Mike's a graduate of the Realtors Institute and holds multiple specialist designations, and he's been doing this since 2005. You can reach Mike Khan by going to IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. That's IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. Or reach Mike Hahn at 208-939-9033. That's 939-9033. Also want to give a shout out to Think Exodus. Think Exodus is an online school with two options. You can have a full K-12 option or an enrichment program for the 5th through 12th grades. The K-12 is fully accredited. It's an online school taught by experienced, credentialed teachers with Christian values. No politically woke agendas or indoctrinations. And then the grades 5 through 12 enrichment program is designed for homeschooling parents that want help with their teaching duties. ThinkExodus.org provides supplemental lessons and on-demand videos. They do all the teaching. They do all the grading. It's only 20 bucks a month. You can cancel any time. Even if you have a homeschooling curriculum already, you can use their enrichment lessons to supplement what you're already doing. Learn more by going to thinkexodus.org. That's thinkexodus.org. As I said, the topic for today's show is education. There's just been so much of it in the news lately, and quite a few things in Idaho have been making national news, including the event that happened in Caldwell a few weeks back. I've spoken about that on this show. There's more coming with that particular event out there because, well, the school boards are going to be doing that which they think they need to do to get federal dollars. Unfortunately, that's what's being told to these various school districts is if they don't implement these policies that are pushed forward by the National Education Association. And none of those are really, you would consider Christian organizations. These folks want to install that globalist worldview, the Marxist worldview, whatever you want to call it, where the principles of Christianity and the principles that were in place when this country was founded are going to get washed away. And it really is up to parents 
to make a difference. In fact, I think that the Republican Party, if we're going to try to win more voters, I think we need to make a stronger stand for parental rights. It worked very well in Virginia. You may recall that the standing governor in Virginia, the Democrat, came out and said that he didn't think parents should have a right to say what happens in their children's schools. Well, gosh, that just raised parents' ires left and right. And next thing you know, they elected a Republican in a strong left-leaning state. So I do believe that uh, parental rights could be a very good issue to stand on, not only just politically, but just for our culture, as I said. One of the things I want to do is play for you the audio of a 15-year-old high school student from Rosemount High School in Minnesota. His name is Brad Taylor. Very articulate young man. I want you to listen to what he has to say, because I think it does a very good job of spelling out a lot of the problems that we're seeing, not just in schools nationwide, but especially what we're seeing crop up in schools in Idaho, which you wouldn't think would be happening, but they are. Let's go ahead and listen to Brad Taylor. Hi, my name is Brad Taylor, and I just finished my freshman year at RHS. Um, I've been a part of District 196 schools now for 10 years, and I'm going to give you a glimpse today of what's actually going on inside these schools. Um, despite the board's attempt to deny it, District 196 schools are quickly becoming a place where promoting activism is actually more important than promoting education. I'll take you, I'll take you back to my first day at RHS this fall. The principal came out and gave us a heartfelt speech about equality and standing together. Um, he began to list countless races, such as Latino, Asian, expressing how much they matter and how important they are. But never once did he mention a race or identity that reflects me, or half the kids that were in the class. Now, members of the board, I know you haven't been to school in a while, and I know most of the people, I know none of you, or most of you, don't have any kids left in the school district. Um, but you must admit how uncomfortable it will be to be characterized just by your skin color on the first day of school and be thought that you were wrong just because of your skin color. So I will never forget the look one of my friends gave me from across the room as we were sitting there listening to this blatant bias being expressed in the so-called equity statement by the leader of our school. To be clear, I don't need you to tell me that I matter, but hearing the condolences given to other races and leaving just one race out, it inevitably you'll start to feel like you've done something wrong. And in our principal's attempt to unify us, he instead created unwarranted boundaries and barriers between his students, pitting us against each other based on characteristics that we can't control. In another separate instance, I was told that writing all lives matter on the whiteboard was political and could be seen as offensive. When I questioned the teacher after class, she told me that she didn't have an answer and she just had to erase it, and it was quickly erased. There are political signs all over RHS specific, about specific races that matter, specific sexual orientations that matter, and specific perspectives that matter. But when I questioned the RHS administration about how these signs were political, they told me that they were supporting human rights. So when I questioned why the equity statement couldn't represent all students, they told me that to even ask that question was outlandish and offensive. And they, when I asked why that was, they told me, quote, whites have a pretty good situation right now, unquote. So is that not racism? Disregarding my question merely because of the color of my skin. To be honest, after enduring a year of the people in charge telling me that I'm a racist and I'm privileged and pointing out our irreversible differences, I've never noticed race more. And it's becoming the first thing I notice when I meet someone, which has never before been the case. 
RHS administration confidently told me that RHS students and staff are happy with their equity statement. But from the ex my experience in talking with other students, this is not the case. I know many kids who disagree with their teachers, but they're too scared to stand up because they're worried that their grades will be docked and their learning experience will be affected. My honors government teacher, I'm not going to say his name, but he's mentioned that Democrats care more about all people while Republicans only care about themselves. And he's also inferred to us that socialism is better than democracy. He even had a statue, he had a statue of a socialist leader in his classroom. Um, I have been, I've been told by a lot of kids that they just stay silent and adjust their schoolwork to reflect an acceptable opinion to secure a good grade. I've been approached by multiple teachers who have told me in private that they just want to say that they agree with me and they support me standing up, but they can't say it in front of the class for fear of being disciplined by the administration in some way or losing their jobs. There is clearly only one way to think in this district, and that is that they are teaching their kids to shut up if they don't agree. Now, members of the board, I want you to take a good look at yourselves in the mirror tonight and ask, are you really standing up for the equality of all people, or are you just pushing a damaging political ideology um, on, on our students? A fellow coworker at my job, who by the way is of color, discreetly told me that the schools seem to be pushing a very leftist agenda in class. This proved that not everyone is happy with your school, and not everyone who isn't happy is white. Now, due to all these instances I've mentioned, and many more that I can't fit in this five-minute speech, I've decided to leave this district and continue school on a private Christian school online. And. And there will be sacrifices, and I will not get to walk in the graduation ceremony or attend milestones at RHS, but I will be able to learn in an environment that is not intent on punishing me daily for my skin color and political views. Now, regardless of how you take my speech, whether you just shrug it off as malarkey or Fox News talking points, <laughs> I encourage you to think about it, because someday I'm going to be a leader. I may be the president, a governor, or just a professional golfer. But I will never stop believing that everybody has value, no matter their skin color or personal beliefs. And it's a shame that you're not going to be able to say that I was an alumni of RHS in District 196. Thank you. That was an amazing testimony from a high school freshman. Promoting activism is more important than promoting education. That's what he said that his school administrators are putting out. It is teachers are promulgating that kind of thing. And in what clown world is it racist for saying that all lives matter? Well, apparently leftists are going to say earth. And those that seek to cause perpetual chaos in this country in order to disassemble this country are going to keep on pressing with this kind of clown world thinking. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Now, you're going to recall, hopefully, that the Idaho State Board of Education has been pressing our school districts in this state to adopt similar left-wing policies. Of course, the names keep changing. We've got, what, CRT, critical race theory, SEL, social-emotional learning, and now ESG, environment, social, and governance. It's always going to change. But the end goal is always going to be the same create perpetual chaos with the hopes that we will all eventually say enough. Sure. Bring in the top-down authoritarianism. Bring an end to this squabbling. And I say, if we're going to stand on biblical principles, if we're going to love what God loves, if we're going to stand against what God is against, then we need to be vocal and active and bold. 
about two months back, we had more than a thousand parents show up at the Caldwell School Board meeting because they were trying to implement left-wing socialist policies. There was no fights, there's no violence. We just had parents showing up. And one of the reasons was that the school board wanted boys to be able to use girls' bathrooms and vice versa. Our school boards have become so adamant about this clown world thinking that there's now even a bill in the Idaho Senate that would make it illegal for schools to implement policies where boys use girls' bathrooms and vice versa. The bill is Senate Bill 1100. And I've got a compelling audio clip of a parent testifying at the Idaho State House in favor of that bill. But before I play that, I do need to acknowledge a couple of other sponsors of this show. One is Conservatives Of. They've been a sponsor of this show since the beginning. You can find them at conservativesof.com. They're a political action committee. Their purpose is to get conservative, constitutionally minded, Christian principled people into office. And you should know that we have people at the State House right now who are there because of the help of Conservatives Of. I encourage you to go to their website, conservativesof.com. Take a look at their core values, their mission, their platform. And you might be interested to know that Conservatives Of is also behind the weekly prayer happening at the Idaho Capitol each Thursday at 11. Takes finances to run campaigns and do these things. Conservatives of the channel by which you can get constitutionally minded Christians elected to office. It's easy to do. Just go to conservativesof.com. Also, spring is on the way, and I'm guessing that window cleaning is on your to-do list. Picture Perfect Window Cleaning has a great reputation here in Southern Idaho. Every technician is trained by their owner, Tom Lopak. And as Tom says, your windows will be picture perfect. In addition to window cleaning, they also do gutter cleaning, screen repair, pressure washing. You can get a free estimate for your home or your business. And if you want to save money, you're going to get $50 off any window cleaning job that's over $250 or 10% off your total bill, whichever is greater. Just tell them you heard about it on the Keep the Republic show. Call Tom Lopak at 208-401-6265. That's 401-6265. Or visit windowcleaningboise.com. That's windowcleaningboise.com. And thanks to Conservatives of and Picture Perfect Window Cleaning for being sponsors of this show. Okay. Now, because those leading the education systems in our state have been instituting these leftist social justice policies, it's now gotten to the point where people at the state house are putting their foot down and saying enough on the Senate's docket is Senate bill 1100. And what you're about to hear is a woman testifying in support of this bill. Again, this is a recording from the Idaho state house, not Los Angeles, not Seattle, not New York. It's happening right here. This woman lives in CUNA, Idaho. Let's listen in. My kids go to CUNA School District Schools. I'm here to speak in favor of Bill uh, 1100. It means a lot to me personally and the group that I lead. We call ourselves Parents for Policy Change. We submitted a letter to this committee. Unfortunately, I left off the signatures. So I just wanted to point out that there was 48 parents that signed it. 
Um, currently in CUNA, there is no policy about transgender bathroom use. Our district intentionally did not adopt ISBA's recommended policy 3281, the one that made the news in Caldwell. Instead, anything is allowed regarding bathroom and locker use in CUNA, and parents generally are unaware since there is no written policy either allowing or banning this. My son faces indecent exposure every single school day at Fremont Middle School because a girl who has been offered the single-stall bathroom um, has declined. This difficult situation also plays out in the girls' restroom every single day at Fremont because there is a boy who also um, uses the, the girls' bathroom. Um, so all students are affected. They have, these two students have brought their ACLU attorneys to the district to assert their rights and in exchange violate the rights for privacy of every other student that attends. Furthermore, my son has a disease which requires regular lab work. As of last month, one of his numbers were high. When exploring with him and his doctor the possible cause, we came up with the likelihood of him being chronically dehydrated. He avoids drinking anything all day long until he gets home from school because at any time in the school bathroom, a girl might walk in. He may suffer, be suffering kidney dysfunction as a direct result of this one transgender student who insists on making a stand. You have and about I have, 15 seconds. I have no recourse. So please support this bill. Thank you. Thank you. There you have it. Yes, this is even happening in CUNA, Idaho. Now, I want to share a couple of websites with you in a second. So I encourage you to grab a pen and some paper. But as I said earlier, if we're going to stand on biblical principles, and if we're going to love what God loves, if we're going to stand against what God is against, then we need to be vocal and active and bold. So I want to give you a couple of websites to explore. The first is IdahoFamily.org. IdahoFamily.org. That's the Idaho Family Policy Center. The second is VAC.org, like VictorAdamCharlie.org. That's the Values Advocacy Council. The Values Advocacy Council has a very active Idaho chapter. And both of these organizations are striving to restore Judeo-Christian values to our state. So if you want to get actively involved, these are two places that I would highly recommend you look into. IdahoFamily.org and VAC.org. Now, you may be wondering why so many leftist ideas are in Idaho's schools. After all, aren't we a red state? I mean, remember what the high school student Brad Taylor said at the top of the show? That his teachers are telling him that Democrats care about all people, but Republicans care only about themselves? Is this the type of thinking we're hearing in Idaho schools, along with boys can be girls and girls can be boys? I used to think, no, that wouldn't be taught in Idaho schools. But today... I've come to believe that such things are being taught here. And my reason for saying that, especially today, comes from an insight that Dr. Duke Pesta recently shared with me. For those that don't know, I also do a nationwide Keep the Republic radio show and a Keep the Republic TV show on Brighteon TV. Dr. Duke Pesta was my guest this past week. And we talked this past week about leftist ideology and why is it so prevalent in conservative states? Dr. Pesta's insights are very valuable here. He speaks all around the country, by the way, on leftist infiltration 
in our country's schools. In fact, he's spoken several times right here in Idaho. But I want you to hear what he has to say from my TV show this past week. Let's take a few minutes to listen in on that conversation. I see a lot of leftist stuff coming down from the top, comes to the state boards of education, and then the state boards are telling the local school districts, you have to implement X or you're going to lose your federal funding. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, I should start by saying when it comes to education and the people who run education, there are no conservative states. Uh, Oklahoma is theoretically the most conservative state in the country. Uh, I, th- I don't think I think in, in his two elections, I don't think Barack Obama won a single county in Oklahoma. And if you sent sent your kids to public school in Oklahoma, you would see the same garbage that you're seeing in California and New York. The in a state like Wisconsin, which is purple, not nearly as red as Idaho seems to be. Uh, the education is completely controlled by the left, and that's from the local all the way up to the to the. Department of Education, as you you mentioned. So even in the, the, the deepest reddest states, the, the education pedagogy and the uh, administrators are all radical lefties because they all go to the same big university departments of education. So people think that if you live in Oklahoma, you're not going to get this. No, the, the teachers that your kids have in the classroom are all trained by the big left-wing universities who are teaching transgenderism and CRT and all this other stuff. So it doesn't matter if you're in Oklahoma or you're in California, you're getting the same stuff. Uh, so there's that. It was, in 1979, Jimmy Carter gives, gives us the Federal Department of Education, which is completely unconstitutional. There is no place in the founding documents or the constitution that provides the federal government to have anything to do with education. And if, if it's not there, it doesn't belong to them, it belongs to the state. So we got the Department of Education in 79. And from that moment forward, what you had was the department doing everything it could to make the 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 federal footprint bigger and bigger and bigger to give the feds more and more control and common core didn't begin it it ended it with the passage of common core uh, and the way that republicans when they took power shortly after that didn't get rid of it and actually enshrined it into law that meant for now we now have a uh, a federal presence in education that is now controlling like you said not just happens with the state level they're also through state control you know influencing deeply what happens in your mom and dad's backyard uh, public school system and it's not going to change anytime soon when they now that they have this control they're using it to the max and it's very difficult to be a school district to to not opt into this. You lose money, you have endless pressure. It's unbelievable. So this is how I see it, Dr. Duke. You got these education systems that are, as you say, they're being told, unless you implement these policies, you're going to lose federal funding. That's the threat from the top, right? Yes, yes, sir. And then you've got the local boards going, oh gosh, well, we don't want, if we lose federal funding, then our, our locals... Uh, parents are going to not reelect me to the school board because I'm going to be losing money for the school district that's going to be put me in a bad spot. So they're kind of between a rock and a hard place. Perhaps. Yeah, you yeah, you left out the uh, a couple of key factors here. One of them is even when conservatives generally get on school boards, 
It's the superintendents that the, that are hired at the state level or who are answer to the state that they they deal with the school boards, right? And so it, it's the, av- the the local conservative baker, the local accountant who's a conservative, they get on these boards. And then the superintendent has, says to them, look, if you don't support X, Y, and Z, uh, we're not going to have money. We're, we're going to lose teachers. We're going to have uh, we're going to have to come up with buy. We're going to have to buy our own textbooks. We don't have money for this. So that's how conservative conservatives get bought out, right? They don't they don't agree with what's going on, but they also they feel responsible as school board members to make sure that everybody gets paid, to make sure that our kids are moving forward, and. The superintendent, after all, he's the only one of us who has a PhD in education. He knows more than we do. So even moderately conservative school board members go along because the threat of what will happen if you don't seems so extreme. There is so much more to that discussion with Dr. Duke Pesta. If you want to watch the whole thing, you can find it if you go to the website Keep the Republic dot us that's keep the republic dot us you'll find all my keep the republic shows there and other articles that i've written that is the website for the keep the republic show here and if you also want to get a copy of my book with dr ryan cole which is medical deception exposed it's a transcript of the entire interview that i conducted with dr ryan cole that you probably heard if you were listening to this show during January. Uh, you can find that interview in its entirety at newsforia.com. That's newsforia.com. Be able to watch that entire interview with Dr. Cole. And if you subscribe, it's totally free to do that. Then you're going to get a free copy of the book, Medical Deception Exposed. It's the transcript of my interview with Dr. Ryan Cole, and it has links to all the different things he was talking about. With that, this is Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News and host of the Keep the Republic TV show and radio shows. I thank you so much for tuning in. We're here each Saturday morning at the same time. We'll catch you next week. Until then, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by conservatives of picture perfect window cleaning michael hahn associate broker with silver creek realty group and thinkexodus.org also please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it